And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. It's a man house! A man house! And welcome to another episode of the Movie Madhouse. I am Rob. <laughs> I'm Jason. I'm drowning. You're dr- don't drink when we do the intro. <laughs> you know it's coming. Okay, I'm like... <laughs> you hit start. I know. I know. I know. Uh, what a man. Anyway, we have another special guest today. Yes. Returning guest, Jason Mack. How you doing? I'm good. I'm back. Yes. Hey, this is a three-peat. Which, the first one they never heard, I don't think. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we had, like, the best the best interview ever, and then it was like, hey, we, we didn't get any of it. We <laughs> well, we got it, but you had to really have the speaker pressed to your head to hear it. it was... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what have you been up to since uh, last well, What have spoke? you guys been up to? Oh, wow. Oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been talking to everybody. And we just finished up our first Comic-Con in, uh, in town question. here. Yes, we got to screen Infliction, too. That was one of the first films we got to show. Yeah? Yes. Now, and sadly, due to my poor scheduling, when the doors open at 10 o'clock... Nobody will be in the theater at 10 o'clock to watch the beginning. I now know this. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> For some reason, it just escaped me. You so have to give people time to walk down the hall. <laughs> exactly. So for the first 20 minutes or so, there was nobody there. But when it did, <laughs> when the people did show up and uh, when they were coming out, they loved what they'd seen. Yeah. Yes. That's cool, man. That's cool. So in- yeah, Jack did it. Uh, now, where was your Comic-Con at? In Chatham, Ontario, about an hour from the Windsor-Detroit border. Yeah, because uh, Jack was at... Actually, he did a panel on Infliction, I think, in Philadelphia. Um, oh, wow. And I was going to try to make it, but I just couldn't. But yeah, there's Comic-Cons all over the place, man. Wow. Oh, I know. They're everywhere. That's kind of the past little bit. We've been kind of hitting up some of these Comic Cons and meeting people. And yeah. It's been kind of nuts. Uh, yeah. Then we've been meeting names, man. Like the people that go to these Comic Cons, it's unreal. Uh, last weekend, we got to meet Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Richard Hatch, and uh, Garrett Wang, and Ken Tom Bray, Savini. Tom Savini. Uh, there were, it oh. was the Niagara Niagara Falls Comic Con was just gigantic, and there was this guy Ryan Hurst from some motorcycle show. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh wait, Sons of Anarchy. That's right. Now you guys has ever been because the big one, the real big one, in San Diego, right? That is the Holy Grail. That, yes. yes, that's that's like Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> Someday we'll have to make the pilgrimage. Now, have you have you guys been to that one? Oh no, <laughs> no. Honestly, we just started this year. Yeah. You know, I think I've it, never I've never been to a Comic Con. I still haven't been. I kind of want to be like I want to be in a movie that has like a panel, you know, <laughs> and then wear like a mask. Yeah. Oh yeah, like Cranston. Did you hear the story of uh, who did it? Um, uh, Bra- Brian Cranston with Breaking Bad. He put on a Walter White mask and walked around and uh, would like take pictures with people. Just like no one knew that it was actually <laughs> Walter White. Under the Walter White mask. It was great. It was a great story. Andrew Garfield did that, too. Yeah, the Spider-Man. When Spider-Man first came out, they were given the panel at one of the Comic-Cons. Oh, really? And he went up to the mic in a Spider-Man costume and started asking a question. Then he pulled the mask off. (laughs) Nice. See, that's what you got to do. Oh, man. I would absolutely do that. I think that would be the funniest thing ever. (laughs) 
But no, if you get a chance to go to one, they are very, very interesting. Like You can do so much networking. Rob and I were talking to people from Anchor Bay Distributing. Um, we're talking to different um, festivals that are coming up in Canada. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a, a horror one called Blood in the Snow up in Toronto that uh, mm-hmm. screens around the wintertime. And we're meeting so many new and different avenues of getting to talk to people. And it's, it's so much fun. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you are in L.A. I, I think I hooked you up on one of Gavin's messages. That's a man you need man, to we, chat with. Yeah, we finally, uh, I shot him a message last night. And uh, we've been messaging all morning um, and uh, just kind of going back and forth because, uh, uh, and I guess we'll talk about it in a minute, but this project I'm doing, um, it's my project. And um, he's kind of going back and forth. He's like, hey, man, if you need any help with it, he's like, I'll help. And we're talking about, you know, one of his flicks, uh, Scare House, and, mm-hmm. and just kind of trading some some info. But, um, yeah, I think he's going to uh, come out and help. We actually, we're going to shoot some stuff in about a week. Oh, um, nice. So we're like, you know what? Let's have a little faith. And let's shoot some stuff. So I think Michael's, uh, uh, Gavin's actually going to come out and um, uh, help a little bit, which is great. Yeah, that would be cool. I know in our conversations, we uh, we did our talk with him. I think two weeks ago, and you try and pinpoint mm-hmm. what the topic of the show was. It's impossible because you will talk about anything and everything in a matter of an hour. Yep. It'll go yeah. everywhere. But that's good that you guys got hooked up. Now, you said this project. What are you working on? So this is probably very different than the project that, uh, that you guys review and talk about. But it's uh, it's a short film. Um, I wrote it, producing it. Uh, I'm going to star in it. And it's a love story. Um, and I think you guys have the link up. We just launched a, a Kickstarter campaign um, to raise a, a little bit of money with some backers. But, um, but yeah, we've got some great people involved. Uh, Jonathan Slavin, who probably better known as an actor. He was on Better Off Ted. Um, he's going to be in the upcoming Dr. Ken, which is a, 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 a new comedy picked up for, uh, for ABC. Um, but he's going to uh, direct. Um, and we're excited about that. Uh, got a great cast. Like, uh, if you look on that page, there's just people who have been working, like, over 100 credits. Like, I think one, one of our cast members, or a couple of them have like 200 credits a piece and it's just like holy smokes wow uh, yeah it's like I've got like 26 <laughs> <laughs> you've done four or five times as much as I have but they're um, solid but yeah it's a love story <laughs> it's about this guy who uh, he, he works on a ranch he's a ranch hand and this girl from the city who's been fired from her job and her boyfriend's cheating on her just just can't get it together um, so she ends up on this ranch, and um, turns out there's a little bit of history. But uh, it's just—it's like a throwback to the to the love stories that were just all over the place, 15, 20 years ago. Some humor involved, and so it's going to be a fun story. Um, I don't think there's any blood in it. So <laughs> a, lot, a lot of your audience is going to be like, "No one dies. We're not slashing people up. Come on, stab her." So, <laughs> so when uh, when did this start for you? You know. No, it's been pretty quick. Um, myself and the female lead, uh, Jessica Blair Herman, um, we're actually in the same acting class. And um, and so she, she's super, super talented. And we got to talking just about uh, creating a project. Because a lot of times in this business, um, it's uh, there's a lot of downtime, you know. And, and even, even like 
very very famous uh working working actors like there's still a lot of downtime like you shoot a movie or two movies a year you're only working three to six months so there's a lot of downtime and so we were talking about a project we could do and and just kind of like the movies that we liked watching and and uh the script came along gosh probably april i wrote the script in pretty much like a weekend um and then uh, just started getting people on board, found locations, and, and it kind of steamrolled. And uh, in May, beginning of May, I was like, I want to shoot. I want to shoot at the end of June. <laughs> um, and, and right now, we've. Uh, I think it's actually going to happen. We're actually going to shoot uh, some of it before the Kickstarter campaign ends. So it's a little bit of like jumping out on some blind faith. But um, but yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's coming together really, really quick. I'm noticing that. And you can see the excitement in him. Oh, yeah. You notice when he first started talking, he was sitting there. And now there's that little he's jump. He's bouncing. got Yeah, he's bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> he's chomping at the bit. You know, <laughs> dude, what I've learned is uh, writing's cool. You know, you kind of do, do it in your own time. Acting. I love acting. Producing. Oh, man. that is. There's so much that goes into uh, producing. And it's like I had produced a, a smaller project probably. I don't know, four or five years ago. And, um, and this is just like next level. And there's just so much, like I just, right before uh, sitting with you guys, our production designer was over here and we're going through like what we need for the scenes. And she's about to go shopping for some stuff and, um, nailing down insurance. And it's just like, man, there's a lot of stuff that's going on here. So yeah, there's, I've invested a lot of time and energy into it. And it's, it's cool. We, Speak away, and it's like it's about to become a reality. That's really cool. That is awesome. Like it's a complete, like you said, a completely different world when you get to producing because the acting you don't see all that stuff. Oh man, acting you show up, they stick you in a trailer in some room, and they don't want you know. It's like we'll call you when you need you. (laughs) Producing's like oh my, you, you do everything. Like you know, like I literally have my hand in every single little pot, and I know what's going on, which is cool too because. I do want to direct eventually. Um, acting is very much my priority right now. Um, and if I wasn't acting in this, I'd probably direct the, the daggone thing. But um, but uh, I definitely do want to direct. And this is really cool because I kind of get to be an intermediary and be involved in the process with the DP and the director and the production design. And um, and it's also it's just smart. Like The more knowledgeable you are about every aspect of filmmaking, in my opinion, as an actor, it only makes me... Um, uh, better at what I do in front of the camera. Oh, absolutely. I know, uh, just from my aspect, I'm just getting ready to start directing. And what I had envisioned about three years ago when I was, you know, just getting into it, oh, I would direct and this is what I would do. Having done what we've done, it's completely changed me. You know, you learn the business. You learn what can be done, what can't be done, how much it's going to (laughs) cost to do something, you know. Oh, my gosh. So that's I, I definitely commend you for this. Like this looks great. I, I got to ask though, what's with the pig? The pig. Yes. <laughs> so our director has a, a pet pig, <laughs> Penelope, and we were shooting the Kickstarter campaign, and they're um, they have some animal. They have a pig. They have a bird. They have a handful of cats. They have a, a few dogs, and. Um, and just very, very loving people. And they just like, you know, if an animal finds its way to them, they're probably going to take care of it. And uh, <laughs> the pig, uh, uh, the pig don't care 
what you're doing. So he was just walking around and winking, and there was like pretty much no way we were going to be able to hush it up. So we're like, well, we're just gonna we're just gonna own it from the beginning. And uh, you definitely, I mean, uh, you have to hear the winking. I mean, it goes on through the whole video. So, but um, that's Penelope. She's, <laughs> she's the co-star. Yeah, the new co-star. <laughs> she'll be uh, she'll be doing the press junket once the film's completed. Uh, her agent uh, is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't take direction very well, though. <laughs> yeah. She's no. a diva. She's all, all about the improv. Yeah, she doesn't care. Like, yeah, literally, at the end of the video, like, Penelope's, like, literally rubbing up against my leg. And I was like, all right, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the beginning of it, too, with the dog. It was the same thing when the, the actors are trying to talk. And yeah, the dog's and, rubbing up against their was, face. Uh, and he's such a... Uh, uh, yeah, she's such a great dog, and we had, um, you know, we did a couple takes of it. I, I wanted everybody, because we didn't go over any necessarily, like, what anyone was supposed to say. So I was like, all right, here's what I want. We're going to sit you down, and I want you to just say, all in is a story about, and I want you in just a couple sentences, say what the story is about. And so we all kind of did that, but ultimately, like, she did it a couple times, and the Annie was just, the, the she's just trying to get in there. And so we just let it run one time, and it was like... It was just cool. It's like people love dogs, but it was just so organic and real. And it was, uh, you know, pets, man, they, they help us to feel a little bit of love. So yep. it uh, kind of went into it. And, um, you know, good looking girl with a good looking dog. People <laughs> like it. <laughs> That's Oh, I thought it was hilarious. You know, now. Oh, excuse me. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> I lost Let's... my voice for just a second. Um with this story, you talk about being on that ranch, that hundred-year-old ranch. How did you find that? So, when we were first getting the story, we had our first draft of the script. We liked the story. Um, we were kind of reaching out to a few different people as far as directing goes, and um, kind of one of the main settings is like a barn. Um, and she was like, "Well, you need a barn." So I was like. For her to really consider it, we needed a barn. So I was like, all right. So I don't know where to find a barn. I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> I start texting my friends. And I'm like, hey, I don't suppose you know anybody with a barn or something. Because ideally, you know, I mean, you can you can rent anything here for, for film production. But, man, it gets really expensive. So um, one of my friends was like, I got a dude who's got a barn. I think he's got a whole ranch. <laughs> so hooked him up with that guy. I ended up seeing it like the next day. Um and uh, pretty much about 80, 80% um, is going to be shot at that ranch. We're shooting like four days, and we're going to spend three at that ranch. Um, and it's like half an hour outside of Los Angeles. It's crazy. It's like I'm going from my house here to there, and it's like I'm going to a different place. But um, it's, just, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's great. That's perfect. So you can be sleeping in your own bed after every, uh, every day, wrap yes. for the day. Oh, it's going to be great. Um, it's always nice to sleep in your own bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess when you're an actor, yeah. that doesn't happen a lot. No, I mean, you travel, you stay in hotels, you're staying on somebody's bed, and it's just it's just nice to have everybody be at home. And um, also, I mean, just looking at travel costs, like for everyone just to be able to get there without spending two, three hours on the road. And, um, and just to have everything in one place. Like whenever you move locations, it's just a, it's just a hassle. It takes up time and... So just to be right there, it's like we're going to shoot this scene, and cool, now we're just going to move right around here, and now we're going to shoot this scene. So it works out really, really well. 
That, I, I'm excited for this. I really am. Yes. Um, once you get wrapped production, like uh, the shooting and stuff, do you have a schedule outlined for production, like post-production, when you want it to be completed? <laughs> well, that's a great question. <laughs> um, we we don't have an editor or post yet. Um, uh, in fact, actually, I was talking to to Gavin about it earlier, um, and and he was offering some some help on that. Um, but there's, uh, I've got a couple of, of conversations I've got to have, um, and I'm hoping to get it done pretty quick. I don't, don't want it to be a lot of, a lot of short films, a lot of indie films. What happens is they get done and then like, you don't hear from them for like a year or two, which isn't uncommon, but you know, it's a 20 minute movie. I don't want to be like a year from now. We're finally finishing it. Um, so Hopefully, uh, my my big hairy audacious dream is to have it done, um, kind of September, in the fall. But um, worst case, November December. That's Fingers still, crossed. That's still not that bad. No, I want like, I mean, we don't have any special effects. You know, um, we're shooting with uh, for the most part, we're shooting with the Red Epic, which is a great great camera. Um, <laughs> our DP could not be more exciting. I thought he was gonna wet his pants because uh, <laughs> he wanted that at the beginning and i was like ah oh, man i was like listen i'm gonna be honest we can't afford that camera and then um you know each time i kind of found a camera it was uh, a little bit better uh and then we just we're getting a great a great situation with the red camera and it's just we couldn't be more excited it just offers more um flexibility in post as, as far as like fixing some stuff some flexibility um and just changing the color and just making it the best we can we want this to be a really 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 good project well you want something like that high quality just for being on the ranch because your scapes are going to be amazing you know mm-hmm. yeah you know i mean it's like you're gonna be able to see the sky you're gonna be able to see peaks in the distance and um yeah like we want it to just look good and and you know truth be told this story it's not a it's not a normal short in the sense of it it almost feels like a feature. It feels like there's more story to be told, um, which is by design. Like I want people to watch this and be like, I feel like there's more to the story. Um, that's what I'm going for. Uh, you know, but if somebody sees it who has some deeper pockets and they're like, Hey, let's make a full length out of this. Like we can, there's a story there. Um, or if they even want to tweak it a little bit and make like, um, a series or something like that, like there's more story to be told there. Um, and that was on purpose. Like, I, I think it's cool to have uh, just a snippet of the story. You know, it's very much it can stand alone, but it's a piece of a bigger story. And see, that's hard to do too with stories because, like, with most shorts that you see, they tell their story, and then when you're done, you're going, "That was good." You know, you don't have questions. But any good mm-hmm. story has history. It has external yeah. forces. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Like one of my favorite movies. Uh, as far as the endings go, is uh, remember Inception? Yep. Yes. And uh, at the end, the, it's like is is the is the top falling or is it still spinning? <laughs> like, was, I think I saw it wobble. Right. And I love that. And it's so rare that a feature film, a, a big budget film, can do that because um, studios require closure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you, well, it's like no, well, they have to they have to be together in the end, or they have to whatever like. There's got to be a happy ending. And it's like I love that of just being like, we don't really know. You know, yeah. it's like 
there's potentially more to the story. You can read into it. And I think that's it just gives credit to the audience, in my opinion, you know, and it gets people talking about it. Oh, and that's kind of our goal. And see, that was the thing. My One of my favorite directors is John Carpenter. And it was for that yeah. exact reason. Almost every single one of his movies doesn't end. Yeah. You know? If you, I'm, I, I just finished rewatching Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that the big the big monkey demon thing in the back of the truck. Yep. yep. Exactly. And then the one that I liked was uh, Prince of Darkness. That takes place in a church where they're trying to stop the evil or whatever from coming out of a mirror. And at the very end, he's looking at this mirror and he goes to touch it. And then just before he gets there, the credits start to roll. Beautiful. And it's like, oh, you did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Damn you, Carpenter. It's cool, man. It's fun, you know, and I mean, it leaves the door open for more. And but uh, have you heard the the Rock uh, or, or Dwayne Johnson is in talks to do the? I did the see that. I'm, I'm not sure that's a good idea. It's not a good idea. Period. It's not <laughs> okay. because the Rock. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that Jack, yeah. Jack Burton is the bumbling bravado hero. He's not really. He doesn't even want to be the hero. He just he's got the macho bravo, but he's a He's almost a bumbling idiot. The Rock can't play that. Oh. You see The Rock? The Rock is yeah. Rock is the Rock. It's the hero. He's the badass. That's that's not Jack Burton. Uh, get Shorty. Uh, I'm, uh, I did. I ju- did. I just burst that. <laughs> no, that. no. Even yeah. just because he, he he was good in it, but he wasn't. He still looks like a badass. It's still The Rock, and he's a hell of a lot bigger now than he was then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's a freaking truck now. See, I think that's what Kurt Russell had going for him. He was smaller-ish. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. You know, he, he responded to because a lot of people feel the same way. Like They're like, this is a bad idea. You shouldn't do it. He responded to that, and he was like, hey, we're going to see what we can work up. And uh, if it's not good, eh, that's okay. We gave it a shot. So... And if you look at we'll see. exactly, yeah. if you look at any big movie like Batman, oh, okay, well, Batman Ben Affleck, people are freaking out because Ben Affleck is Batman. You know, they did it with Michael Keaton. You know, well, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> uh oh. See, Keaton was the first Batman since Adam West. Right. Yeah. Okay. No so there, that's pretty much a clean slate. So you go from 1966 to 1989. Yeah. There's a little bit of a stretch of uh, but see, time there. The Rock would be the first Jack Burton since Kurt Russell. But it's that's still, still too fresh. <laughs> like, it's, nah, it, no. I'm stretching. Uh, the only way. Uh, the only way I might accept it. I need to see The Rock. Dwayne Johnson do like a three minute monologue of a, like a, a of a John Wayne impression because that's basically what Kurt Russell was doing. He was doing a really bad John Wayne impression through that whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> so let me see Did the Rock you, do a John Wayne seen, impression. Have you seen a uh, Pain and Gain with uh, the Rock and yes, Mark it was insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, he, like he was kind of dumb in that movie. You know, I mean, <laughs> not saying he's dumb, but. Well, I don't know. You know, it's like he's a very charismatic guy. Yes. In all honesty, I think it's cool when actors do something like this that seems completely out of their wheelhouse because then it forces them to grow. It forces them to to act, I guess, you know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't like the idea just because of the size factor. 
Well, yeah, he is a big man now. Like, yeah, he's a kinda, very, very it, big it, man. It's, it would be hard to take that character seriously in a rock's body. Although, they could have a lot more physical humor, especially with those three Chinese guys that have the powers. The, the, the storms. The storms, right. Yeah. You know, because now the rock is huge compared to this little dude with the hat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I, I think it's a bad idea. I just, <laughs> nah. I, I had to rewatch it. I went when that oh, news like, dropped. In like two years, he's gonna be winning like an Oscar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was ever made, and it's like people were like, "No," and then it was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like this, this is all we can see the Rock playing. And I'm gonna send him this link. Okay. <laughs> There's the man. I will publicly apologize if that comes to be. No, I would hope so. I, <laughs> I like to weigh in, but I also like to wait and see. Because like Jared Leto right now, everybody's freaking out about his Joker because of the way he looks and all that. I'm waiting to see how he acts because that's the meat and potatoes of the character. Yeah. You know? So the same with The Rock. Once Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> He's always going to be The Rock. Yeah, he will. Uh, once he gets into that role, you know, on set, that'll determine whether it's going to be good or not. Yeah. But how did we get on that topic? <laughs> I don't know what we're talking. Oh, oh, like oh, the ending. You that's know, like right. Surprise ending. Yeah, oh, there was one other studio movie that had that kind of ending. Was Total Recall, the original, with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, that was back in the day. Yeah, because they went through that whole movie, and by the time you get to the end, if you go back and watch the beginning when he's sitting in the chair, they describe the end of the movie. That's what they're implanting in his head. So the whole movie is like, did the movie happen or is it all in his head? Now I gotta watch that damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's true. Okay, I believe you. Hey, Michael Ironside's in that one too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we just actually screened a movie at Niagara Falls Comic Con called Eighty Eight. I don't know. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Uh, they screened. What it. is it again? It's called Eighty Eight. It's got uh, Catherine Isabella. No, I haven't. Catherine Isabella from uh, American Mary, and then Christopher Lloyd and Michael Ironside are in it as well. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worth a watch. No, I haven't, I haven't heard. The, the poster that we saw, yeah. it's, the catchphrase is, Kill Bill meets Memento, which is quite the combination, really. Yeah. But it is really good. <coughs> and, I uh, love Memento. <laughs> I love Memento. Great. You, I think you would really enjoy this one, then, for that same aspect. You know, it's... 88. Yeah, it bounces. It's really... That's all I'm going to say if you're going to watch it, because I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, don't ruin it. No. <laughs> but... Well, here's the ending. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Everything dies in the end. But if you check out our website, themoviemadhouse.com, there is a oh, five-minute interview. <laughs> this selfless promotion here. There is a five-minute interview with the director and the writer, um, April Mullen and Tim Doran. There we go. I got that plug in. I'm good. <laughs> wow. You got to plug it. Yeah. got to plug it. Embarrassed for you. I know. But now I know. Back to you, Jason. Since Infliction, this can't be the only thing you've been doing, right? You've been bouncing around no, in what, LA. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think what I've done. Uh, um, I think last time we talked, we I'd done my bid on NCIS Los Angeles. I'd done all that stuff, I think. You had just finished uh, that. Yeah, yeah, just finished that. So since then, not too much mainstream stuff. Um, it's picked up a little bit in the past couple weeks, and um, 
if you as an actor if you want to get busy just just like do something and become busy and then the universe will laugh at you and it starts throwing all these auditions at you i think i read for like five things this week oh really um yeah it's been it's been fairly slow and usually like kind of late spring early summer is a little slow um but yeah it was just like i've got two weeks until production like i'm busy like doing all kinds of stuff for my film and it's like Boom, you got to read for a pilot. Boom, you got to read for a show. Boom, you got to read for a movie. Uh, it's like, oh, cool, this is great. This is great. You're killing me, but awesome. Uh, yeah. Let's see, this week, what character? What, what was I this week? I was, was uh, uh, for, for a pilot, I was part of like this, like, uh, Southern California, um, like, essentially, like a crime family. You know, this dude who, like, rides Ducatis and surfs and all that stuff. And I think the next day I was reading for, um, uh, a soap to be like a, a veteran with PTSD. Oh wow! And then I was, yeah, on another show I was fighting some rebel forces or something. And then another <laughs> one, it's like a probably a movie you guys will, will end up seeing one day. But it was uh, like a thriller, horror. It was yeah. He's got it all, all over the place. That's what all over the place. Yeah, and it seems to be feast or famine. There's nothing going on, or you've got too much going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, I mean, all of it was fun. I liked all the stuff that I, I, I read for. Um, and, uh, you know, I felt good about all of it. But so, you know, none of it will hit one of it or all of it. Who knows? Gotcha. Well, you that's got something word. to keep you busy in the meantime with All In, that's for sure. I got plenty, I got plenty to keep me busy. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have, after you do All In, What's your mm-hmm. next project? Do you have something on the back burner that you are? Oh wanna... man, I do. Like this is what's been cool about this. Just, just got my creative juices just going. Um, and uh, yeah, I've got I've got a few ideas. I don't know. Uh, like I say this now, uh, I don't know if I'll mean it, but I don't really want to do another short. Like I want to do, you know, like I want to do features. Um, and I do have an idea for a documentary that I've been tossing around, um, but nothing firm. Like I, I kind of have to keep myself from thinking about it too much because I got plenty. Just literally, like this afternoon when I get off with you guys, I'll have about an hour, hour and a half. If I got to finalize the script and send that out, um, start the scheduling and just start getting all of our contact lists and all that stuff together, getting form signed. So it's like there's plenty to be doing oh, right wow. here. It's two, three weeks. The bounce is back. Yes, I saw the bounce. <laughs> <laughs> I got this to-do list on my phone. It's just like scrolling. Oh, yeah. Once he starts scheduling in call sheets, that bounce is going to disappear really quick. <laughs> uh, listen, this Kickstarter thing I thought was going to be the end of me. Um, we shot it probably about a week and a half ago, and um, – had a ton of footage, and uh, I was gonna. I'm not really an editor, but like I've dabbled a little bit, like just enough to be dangerous. And so I was editing it, and at one point I was just staring at my computer, and I was like, I think I might be about to have a breakdown. <laughs> but I survived. If I can make it through that, the like the call sheets and all that stuff, that's I can handle that a little bit better. See, the editing I always found fun because. Well, I guess fun I'm using very loosely because you have all that footage and you have to find the three seconds that you want to put in to this part. And then the five seconds out of a whole different scene, trying to go through all that footage and put it together, it it can make your brain melt. Here's the problem with editing. It's like a time (laughs) vacuum and you sit down and you're just kind of working and going at it. And then four hours later, you're like, 
it's four hours later, <laughs> and you haven't moved, you haven't gone to the bathroom, you've been eating like some jelly beans next to your computer, <laughs> and it's like, where did my, where like, where did my day go? Where did my time go? And so it's, I'm always like, whenever I sit down to edit, I get scared because it's like I know that like three hours is about to disappear, and it's not going to feel like anything. Oh no! When I was editing, like especially when I was doing the movie Madhouse short, I would set my alarm on my phone right next to me. So I know four and a half hours later, the alarm goes off. Okay, I got to stop. I got to get ready. I got to go to work. I got to do what I got to do, you know, because <laughs> you're exactly that, right. Yeah. You would get sucked into that computer. Mm. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. What are you editing on? Like, what program do you use? Um, I just started using Premiere. Oh, Premiere Pro. Okay. Because, well, Rob, Rob's using, well, you're using Avid. Yeah. And I'm, I'm starting to hear... A lot more about Premiere than Avid. <laughs> I got to. Well, what's this. happening? Premiere finally got to the point. Um, I think it was just in the past couple of years where they've got their whole creative cloud. So you have like you have Audition where you can do sound. You've got Speed Grade where you can do some color correction. But and I tried to play with that a little bit. But for the Kickstarter, I pretty much kept it all in Premiere, and you can play with color there. You can can play with some audio there. Um, but it's really easy to go back and forth to audition, and it takes any files. But also, kind of like from some research I was doing, uh, for an indie filmmaker, when your film's going to be in uh, theaters, uh, you have to get, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, like a digital projection something. But it, it costs a couple thousand dollars. It's oh. very expensive. Ouch. You can export it on Premiere. It's just part of it. And evidently, it comes out great, looks great, and so it's like the indie filmmaker's best friend, from what I'm gathering. But um, <laughs> it sounds simple to me. Well, here's my friend Ryan Andrews. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> he just finished up a movie called Save Yourself, and uh, he was talking to his friend Chris Cull, who did the editing for it. Mm-hmm. This is his words of wisdom. The difference between Avid and Premier is Avid is a pedantic old man stuck in his ways, and though he knows his shit, he won't do you any favors. Premier is like an excited kid just out of school who's a little all over the place, but will absolutely do whatever it takes to get the job done. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. He's like, damn, I got the old man. (laughs) Yeah. It's true, man. Premier, like a lot more, uh, more and more people are starting to use it. Um, I think uh, a Gone Girl was cut on Premier. Yeah, um, I heard that. Patriots movie from last year. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. working with Avid, I can say it does do a lot, but you have to dig for it. Like it's, it's not user friendly at all. From here, from someone, I literally, I did not know how to edit about four months ago. Um, I don't know how much I know how to edit now, <laughs> but this project I shot four or five years ago it was like a little web series that I wrote, produced, directed, starred in. Well, it never got finished because I never found an editor. Um, and then, and I was like, well, I can't edit. I'm not going to edit. And then finally, about four months ago, I'm laying in bed. I'm like, I think I'm going to edit it together, you know, <laughs> kind of like as a learning experience. Um, so five years later. So, you know, I'm still in the process of it. But, um, like, I was able to kind of pick it up. And even even doing the Kickstarter pitch, I learned some more tips and tricks and, and um but it, it feels very friendly to me, and what's cool is I can go online and just, like, if I need to figure out how to do something, how do I freeze a frame? And it's like, boom, videos come up on YouTube, and it's pretty easy to do. And see, that scares the hell out of me with Avid, 
Because if I have a problem and I go to YouTube and I, or even Google, I'll find a link to it from 2011. And it's like, are you kidding me? There's nothing more current than 2011 <laughs> on this topic? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it's time, to, it's time to upgrade to the little kid who'll do anything. I'm man. thinking. Well, I don't want to word it quite like that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do believe I might have to get a new editing software. Yes. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I cursed at David many times because I couldn't do yeah. something, especially with his film. What are you looking at me like that for? It's not the film. It's not the film's fault. Now, if each one of you, like, all of you kind of do film stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Or you, like, you kind of dabble in it at least? Yeah. What is each one of your, like, fortes? Like, what are you best at? (laughs) Or what are you most passionate about? Well, podcasting. I, I don't think I have one. I've, I, we did the one short film that I wrote and whatnot, and it took a year and a half, almost two years to complete. But it was the first time it was a dream come true thing, but I don't know if I have a strength in it yet. He's got well, what, what part of it did you enjoy the most? I think I did really like the directing part. I, yeah. I, I think I was really, really feeling a good vibe there. Just because I, you know, I have the, I had the vision, so mm-hmm. trying to get what I wanted, I think we came pretty darn close to what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, there's only a couple scenes we missed. And even, even, but what we had, though, was really what I was envisioning. I'm just color correcting it right now, and then once we get the final sound into it, I'll make sure to shoot you a link so you can see it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think... For me, I I've really started to get into writing. Uh, Rob and I went on a location scout, and we found just an amazing area in town here. And mm-hmm. just off of looking at that location, I've banged out two short scripts off of that. Yeah, and it's just like, where did it come from? And like, it just seemed like all of a sudden it just clicked, and I started writing. And I've got I want a zombie short done, and I'm I've got to throw some polish on. Uh, I guess it would be a ghost story for the next one. Yeah, for that one, that's a good one too. I hope so. Yeah. So you guys are like the perfect combination. You got the uh, the the guy who's coming out with the stories, the writing. You got the directing, and then you got the post. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're Rob, the killer tripod here. You know? Yeah, he, he's directing his. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, next weekend we were supposed to shoot a trailer, but after speaking with Gavin, I'm really rethinking what exactly we're going to do there. Uh, it's for a horror script that I wrote, mm-hmm. and uh, that's one we're actually going to try and put up for funding to see if we can get the cash to try and get it done properly. Yeah, because we I, we have our own company here in town called JX3 Media, and mm-hmm. we've put out well two official movies. We have a third one, unfortunately, that will never see the light of day, just because the director at the time thought she knew more than she did. Oh and, no! And the sound is we can't save the sound at all, so it's pretty yeah. much gone. But uh, we have that one coming up. We also have Stones coming up. Yep, which is a crime thriller. Yeah, it's like a home invasion kind of script. Yeah? Yes. And then uh, I've actually started another one. And it's, I watched The Judge. Have you ever seen that? 
with Robert Downey Jr. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one really got to me. And so it's along that venue of a of a guy who's divorced with a teenage daughter kind of going back home where there's a whole lot of drama and mm-hmm. trying to survive his parents. So complete, yeah. completely out of anything I've ever written before. Well... That's I think that's where everybody's flexing their creativity muscles right now. So we've we have got a lot kind of in the horror genre, except for a Hurt's Journey, which kind of it's is, a horror. Trust me. Well, <laughs> it, it's more of a, a teen romance drama out of left field. Yeah, but everything that we've got collectively right now seems to be a, a genre based stories. But I've started to develop that that other script. I think I told you a little bit about the. Uh, I want to do kind of like a, a a modern remake spin on Indiana Jones using yes. female leads. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, you did tell me a bit about I, that. I, I kind of I was sitting at work and I had a little time on my hands, so I started fleshing things. Like just an idea popped into my head, so I just started to try and flush it out a little bit. And I've got. Um, well, a friend of ours, she's an actress in Toronto. I uh, have a couple wrestler friends of mine. They said, well, if you're going to make movies, put us in it. So <laughs> I have a, a female wrestler. She, I've kind of figured her into it as well. And another one of the guys that I wrestled with, he's a bigger guy, so he's going to be the, the big bad. And I'm just mm-hmm. grinding away at trying to figure out the rest of the story well like you said we yeah. went on that location shoot and it kind of spurred story ideas do you find and I, I wanted to ask about all in again when you saw the ranch did that affect the story um uh yes and no the story came came out pretty pretty organically like at first i was like well i gotta write a treatment for this thing and then i was like what the hell is a treatment for a short <laughs> film? So I literally just sat down on my computer and just started writing. And I had about 10 pages by the end of the night. I sent that and I was like, and I asked for a little feedback. But before I got the feedback the next day, I just finished out like I think six or seven more pages. Um, and I didn't know what was going to happen next in the story. It very much flowed out as I was writing it. Um, now I've written a feature or two. And, and with that, I did plan out like, what scenes, like where they're coming from, where they're going. And so I could write it like that. Um, but with the short, it was very much kind of the story just kind of came out. And so I had that before I went to the ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times I will see a location and uh, um, and be inspired by that, which is smart indie filmmaking. Um, because one thing that almost got us on this was I had a barn or I have a barn in this film but the one we're going to use isn't what you'd really kind of imagine when we see it which is fine like it still works but it almost got us in a little bit of trouble like we're not gonna be able to find like a barn uh, um so that was kind of the one like uh-oh we might get in trouble here um but uh but yeah like writing from a location is probably the smartest thing as an indie filmmaker well yeah because i know when when i wrote the script and then we went and saw the location automatically I'm got, I've got changes because I now know where certain yeah. things are located and it's like, oh, cool. I didn't even know that kind of thing existed. So I got to write that into the script. You know, it's, it's a feel. And 
Well, I think a lot of, especially real indie stuff, you have to shoot with what you have. And mm. yep. what we have is no money, a couple cameras, <laughs> and a whole whole city that we can run around on, and nobody's going to know what we're doing. Because this is, like, it's, it's run-and-gun guerrilla filming, and yeah, I'm it, looking forward to it. In all honesty, like, our equipment is two Panasonic DVXs. So we're still running digital video cassette. Right? That's Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're old school. But uh man, that with uh, the trailer that we were looking at for this weekend, or next weekend, I'm actually going to shoot it on my uh DLR, like the the camera that I have, the the Canon and do the sound separate so that I can I can put it together. It'll have a little better quality that way. And then once we get working on our budget, we're able to afford a bit more and work on it that way. You know, uh, a rule of thumb here in um, L.A. is sound guy always gets paid. Yes. <laughs> you can shoot a movie. There's no sound guys that are going to do it for free mm-hmm. um, because sound is that important. Like, if somebody, to be completely blunt, if somebody were doing a film and and they were just running sound out of their camera, it's probably not going to be very good. It's just not. It's not there to capture audio. Welcome yeah. to my world. <laughs> you know, but it's yeah. like. But here's the thing. Actually, here's a little tip for you. A little trick. Um, you can buy a seventy dollar live mic. Okay. <laughs> and there's an app. I can't remember what it's called, but you can do a little research on it. There's an app on an iPhone you can download. So you put the lav here, you put the iPhone in the back pocket, and now you've got a separate audio recorder that's actually pretty good. That's a wicked idea. That is a very good idea. What we ended up picking up here, just talk for a second. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> we was when we when we we've been going to these conventions and we've been talking to uh, a bunch of the directors that we've found, and we're giving each other ideas on on sound, and he's saying, "Oh yeah, just use your iPhone." And I'm going, okay, that's kind of brilliant, actually. So, (laughs) Yeah, when we were doing our filming, we have a Rode boom mic. That's what Mm -hmm. we usually use for our sound. But now we've just picked this up, and I'm very anxious to use it next weekend. It is called a Zoom. Uh, Okay, it's called a Zoom. Oh, there it is, H2N. It records in four-channel stereo. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's got the little microphones that are like this. Yeah, underneath they crisscross, and then you can set the different yeah, uh, stereo levels. So I'm Yeah, hoping... there's that one. I think it's like a, a, a H4, or so, H4 Zoom or something like that. It's really, really popular. And, yeah, that's what you need. Yeah, that one's an um, H2. H2N, yep. So we're almost to H2N. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's good. Um, that's, way, that's way better than camera sound. Yeah, well, and in all honesty, we've so never... You just get closer. Yeah, we've never done it with just the camera mic. We've always used our boom mic. I have it off the boom right now because mm-hmm. we were using it for interviews. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I'm anxious to do it with the better quality sound and the better quality video because... Well, the it video... Be better. Yeah. It'll, like, cameras aren't designed to pick up sound. Like, even if you have a super nice mic, it's still... It's not the same. Like it's it's absolutely going to elevate your project. Yeah, well, we've got a mediocre mic. Hey, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> there we go. Painful. 
See, now, you would get violent at me if I said something like that. Well, it's his house. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, the one that we did that I'm just wrapping up on Heart's Journey, the only problem that I had is outside. Recording sound outside. Because it's next to a highway, so some takes, there's a little bit of traffic hum, and some there isn't. Yeah. So you get that back and forth, and it's like, oh, my God. But I'm learning how to adjust that. You put in some background noise and kind of cover it up so it sounds like it's there all the time. and mm-hmm. It's it's a learning curve. Yeah, that's what I told the sound guy we have. I'm like, listen, we're going to be shooting outdoors, like just giving you a heads up what to be prepared for. And I love this guy. He was like, I've never been in a situation <laughs> Where I couldn't get good sound. I was like, all right, great. <laughs> Done. <laughs> do so, yeah, if, if we do this horror, this that's the first person I'm looking for is a good sound person. Because like you said, if the sound sucks, you can't get it back. Especially with a horror because it builds the tension, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of that goes with, the, you know, the sound design, the music and all that stuff. But, like, yeah, just if it sounds crappy, it's just like you're just sitting there and you're like, I'm watching a movie. And yeah. the whole point is, like, you don't want to watch a movie. You want to go into this world, and you want to be a part of this story that, that's in front of you. Like, you don't want to sit there being thinking, I'm watching a movie. That's not that's not your goal. You know, you don't go to the movie theater to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to watch. Like, you want to be a bit, you know? Exactly. And if it's, just, if, there's, if it's crappy sound or if it's bad acting or bad camera work, like, it's just like, just different perspective. I think yeah. it was Ryan that I was talking to when I first met him. Uh, we were talking about his first movie. Uh, it's called Sick, Survive the Night. And uh, it, I guess it's marketed mm-hmm. as a zombie apocalypse type movie, but it's more like The Walking Dead where it's uh, character driven. But he was talking with one of the directors that was working on another project. And the guy said, well, as long as you got a good story, it'll work. And Ryan was trying to say, you know, um, movies are a visual and sound medium. You know, if you've got a good story, that's great. Write a book. Yeah. You know, this, you need good picture, you need good sound, you need you need all three. Otherwise, it's just going to fall apart. We, we need a good sound yeah. guy. We need a red epic. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you and your red. <laughs> Man, listen, we're, if two weeks ago, we were like, we're shooting with a 5D. You know, we just got, like, we got lucky. <laughs> well, got lucky. it sounds like your shopping was kind of like mine. I went out hoping to spend maybe $100 on a, on a half-decent microphone. But then I saw one for 120, and then oh, there's one for 150. Well, okay, this was 300. But by the time I got to it from the other ones, it was only 20 dollars more. But yet I'd spent 200 dollars more than I went out to spend. <laughs> but you know that's a but that's a that's a good investment. I that's think a so. Good investment. We uh, the interview that you can see of April and Tim on www.themoviematters.com. Oh. <laughs> 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 it was actually recorded with this. Shameless. Just shameless. <laughs> Sorry. Force a habit. <laughs> Do plug the Kickstarter now. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Kickstarter all in. A short film about going all in or nothing in love. Now, what what started this story process? What what was that seed? Um, honestly, it was uh, myself and Jessica. We were talking about just kind of the industry and what what would be good to showcase our talents, you know. And um, 
and we came up with a few ideas. One was like kind of like a love story between like this guy and this girl, because me and her, like we just have a very natural banter, you know. Like I'll I'll call her on her shit uh, all the time. Uh, don't pull any punches, and uh, probably not very nice. Um, and uh, and we we're talking about that can be very interesting to watch on screen, um, just to watch that relationship and 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 kind of the natural chemistry. And then um, we were also talking about like kind of like a, a spin on kind of secret agents, you know, kind of like having somebody who's more kind of like a real life archer, you know, it's like, he's kind of a screw up, but he's like really good at what he does. And, but he's just an idiot and doing that. But, um, yeah, the love story just kind of popped out first. That's kind of, cool. I like, I don't like to talk too much about stuff. I'd rather, I'd rather do it. I'd rather be a doer than, than a talker. Because some every now and then I catch myself and I'm like, well, I want to do this and I want to do that, and then it's like, well, maybe I should do something first and then talk about it, you know? Well, see, that's why it's good to do shows like this with us. It's all recorded, so now when you can say, "What was I going to do?" You go back and you listen. Oh, that's go it. Back and listen. That's yeah, right. Chronicle. <laughs> Actually, Gavin did that. He got a hold of me yes. about the link for his first show because while we were talking to him, I think he pitched like five different ideas. Yep. And so he got a hold of him. Can I get the link to that show? Those were some great ideas, and I want to get yeah. them back. <laughs> See? So this is perfect. We'll help you get to be doing more. That's I right. I hope. That's right. <laughs> so how long is this Kickstarter up for? I'm just taking a look here. It's up for? I think, what, 18 more days? Yes. We literally launched it three days ago. If that, and uh, yeah, because it was for 21 days, and I think we're already like 1,800 or something like that. Yeah. Why such this short time? Uh, I know more about Kickstarter now than I did uh, a month ago. Yeah. But uh, they say, actually, the shorter the project, the more likelihood that it's going to get funded. Um, Like, they say over 30 days, and it's just like the chance of it getting funded is just less, which I thought was interesting. I was like, I'm going to leave that thing up for 45 days. Um, but then also it's like, it takes literally five minutes to back a project. If that, you know, it's not like it's this long, elaborate process. Um, and so, uh, I was like 21 days sounds good because also like, I hate, I hate kind of asking for money. Um, but, uh, 21 days is like, you know, like once a week for three weeks, I can kind of post something out about it. Uh, but what I'm noticing is a lot of people, a lot of my friends and people I've worked with on social media and they're forwarding it. Like, you know, they'll put it on their page or like you guys did put it on your website. And, um, so it's reaching other people. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was like, people don't need 40 days to decide if they're going to back something. Like, they need five minutes. No. Uh, yeah. So it only uh, took me five minutes. <laughs> Yes. And as soon as we're done, I'm going to do it too. Not a board. Yes. <laughs> and, but see, that's the exact thing. That's the psychology behind it. The reason that they don't, that they say a shorter one is better is because people will look at it and go, oh, 40 days? Okay, I can come back next week and do it. Exactly. You yeah. know? But they never do. No. Uh, well, what the, I think we talked to Gavin or somebody about. Kickstarter, and, or no, I think it was Lisa yeah, Downs. Yeah, it was Lisa. And they're they're talking about it takes an average of three visits to a Kickstarter page or an Indiegogo page before that person makes a commitment to hit that button. Really? That's that's what she found when she she was trying to do a Kickstarter for a doc that she's trying to get done, and I think she fell into a trap of 
she she put a long time out there, like you were talking about, and people forgot about it. Yeah, so like, oh, I'll do it next time. Yeah, yeah. So we're. I wanted to jump all over this because, like I said, I I, I kicked in ten bucks. I kicked in the price of a movie. Yeah. I I want to see your movie, and I'm not sure if I'm ever going to be able to see it anytime soon because of where I'm at. So I'll uh, guarantee myself a ticket somewhere along the line. Yeah, and it's it's what's cool is. Especially, I mean, because on Kickstarter you can you can make products, you can do all kinds of stuff. With the creative stuff, it's more about, um, yeah. I mean, there's some cool perks. Like some people want, you know, like some people want a copy of the script. You know, some people they want to be listed as a as an associate producer or like. You know, I think we got a couple of executive producers. We have a couple of people who gave a little bit more. Yep. Um, and some people like they want that. They want that credit on IMDb. But a lot of people is just like, I want to be a part. Of, of these people creating something and their passion for the project. Yes. And, um, and, uh, it, it's really interesting being on the kind of the, the back end of it because every time someone backs a project, I get an email. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so I know exactly who's backing and the amount of money doesn't matter to me. Like, you know, of course I get excited, like, you know, if it's a hundred bucks or whatever, but it's like the fact that someone would take the time to say, Hey, I'm back in your vision. I'm yep. back in your hard work or your creativity. Um, it just, it means a lot, you know, and it, it makes me excited about the project. Like, I mean, I'm excited about it anyway, but just the past three days, like there's, I have like a little endorphin rush. Um, every time I get, you know, an email, it's like, you've got a new back, uh, a new backer on Kickstarter. And it's just like someone else believes in, in what we're doing, you know, whether it's for me or for our director, Jonathan, or for Jessica or whoever, um, it's, it it absolutely a hundred percent is a community. Um, and that community is really cool. Yep. And he said, you, you, you will always have a friend in the movie Madhouse and we will always push whatever project that, uh, you have going. If you just, if you ever want to come back and talk to us about anything that you want to do, just drop us a line, and we'll get you on right away, and we'll push your Kickstarter. We'll push your project. We said we, we were not exactly huge, but we talk a lot to everybody. Oh, absolutely. Just don't forget <laughs> us when you win your Oscar. Not exactly huge either, but we're working at it. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's an, I, I love being part of, like you said, this community, this 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 creative community, this little three person collective that we have here, we're pushing ourselves to make things. We want to help our friends be successful as well. Because I I would much rather like I don't think I have the ability or the vision of a lot of the people that we talk to, but I would love to see them go forward in their careers. Yeah, I think yeah. I was, were we talking to Gavin? Or maybe it was even talking with April and Tim. No, I won't push it. Um, <laughs> when people on www.madhouse.com, <laughs> um, that people in like just in this area alone that they were talking about the Cambridge, Toronto, Hamilton, Niagara Falls, Gavin. It was Gavin. It was Gavin. Gavin. Gavin started it, and then Tim and April confirmed it. Gotcha. They have like a. A group. Like, technically, they're all producers. They're all making movies. They're all competition. But yet, they will work together to help each other get their projects up and going, to get filming done, to get actors and producers. And it's like a huge 
production company. Yep. You know, it's not 15 production companies in one area. No, it's one mammoth resource. And I find that absolutely amazing. You know, the- well, what's been cool here is just, uh, it's, I mean, you do it because you want to help people, but also like, it's kind of how you grow up the business because, you know, like Gavin was like, hey man, whatever you need, you know? And I'm like, dude, I haven't even met you yet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, he's talking about editing and it's like, I've never like, we've been Facebook messaging for half an hour. And, um, but I've got friends and stuff and it's like, uh, who are willing to give time, like people who do this for a living and they're like, yeah, I'll do production design on your film. And, um, uh, part of it is you want to help tell a good story, you know, and they believe in the story, but also it's like, you, you know, one day I'm going to have a $5 million budget for a film, you know, and it's going to be 10 to 15 million. And so it's like, it's also, do you want me to owe you a favor? You know, and, and, and there's definitely that side of it, too. It's like, well, you do me a favor here, and now I owe you. So when you call me, you know, I got, I got to help you out, you know? It's like you need somebody to be, you know, maybe a, you know, a, a cop and have a couple of lines or whatever. It's like, sure. Yeah, man, you hook me up, I'll hook you up, you know? And so it, it's always good to, to, to have favors to cash in, you know? <laughs> well, it almost goes back to, uh, I don't want to name a year, I don't know, maybe the 1600s, 1700s, where everything done is barter, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm the blacksmith and you're the, the farmer. I'll give you, give you uh, shoes for your horses. You give me some of your wheat. You know, there's no money trading hands, Mm-mm. but everybody's helping everybody. And yeah. that's, I, I, like, I love that aspect of a community. I used to be part of an organization. It, it's changed a lot since then. But everybody in that group was like that. You know, there, there was people from different walks of life all over the place. But when you got together for these meetings, if you needed help, boom, this person would come over and put up a wall or this guy would come over and run some wire, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just unreal to have that kind of collective, especially in this film industry, you know, because it is kind of a cutthroat almost, you know, everybody's trying to bigger, better, better, you know, and it's hard. Like people got to work, you know, like, um, I get it. People, you know, you like, we do need money, you know, to pay your cell phone bill, to pay your rent, uh, Mm -hmm. put gas in your car. But, um, just the creative community is really, really cool. And, um, I mean, I'm so grateful. I I think, I mean, we, at first I was like, how are we going to like, are we going to have like three people on a crew, like making this happen? And it's like, man, we've got DP, we've got a couple grips, we've got a script supervisor, we've got, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, assistant sound guy, you know, it's like, we get like, man, people are like rallying around it and it's just so cool. Like, it, you know, very cheesy, but it, it does. It kind of warms my heart. <laughs> it's almost like a Christmas special. I know it seems really, you know, cheesy to put it like that, but it's not, it's the feeling at the end of a Christmas special. You, you, well, the yeah. guilty you pleasure. Good. You yeah. see, that, that's the whole, the whole thing. Uh, uh, everybody wants to help everybody. Because everybody, like, you're a really nice guy. We enjoy talking to you, and I want to help you as best I can. The best way I can do that now is kick, help you with your Kickstarter. Yeah. And like, and I want to make, want to see you succeed. I get more pleasure watching my friends succeed than me succeeding. So I want you to be a success. And then, like I said, the whole it, it falls back too because now you're writing scripts, right? Yeah. So now we can now start producing them, 
because you've been helping everybody and now everybody gets to help you. And mm-hmm. Well, that, like I said, through this, through the podcast, I've got to meet so many great people. I actually talked to Gavin on Facebook. I go, I'm having a problem with the script and I like, I'm stuck. And he's kind of given me tips of like, this is what you need to do. Keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. I'm going, Okay, this guy lives in L.A. He's a successful director. He doesn't know, he doesn't know me from Adam, and he's helping me. But well, yeah. <laughs> Jason's like he understands that half hour into it, and he's getting an editor and everything going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Also, Gavin's a super nice guy, <laughs> but he but he understands. Like he made the comment, and I was like, "Wow, man!" I was like, "That's uh, that's very generous." And he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm kind of newer in the area, and I just want to network and and work on some projects and." Um, but that's the way the community is. I mean, sure, you have some people who, who aren't like that, but, yeah, it's just, uh, like, it, it's fun. And, and we've all we've all needed advice at some point. And in my opinion, if you've ever received advice or asked advice of someone, then you need to give advice or offer advice to someone asking you. You know, it's just like karma, man, just a good old-fashioned if you had it done to you, you need to do it to someone else. Mm-hmm. And yep. so, that's good philosophy. Yeah, I like yeah, that. That's what we need to do. Well, yeah. like like you said, there's always going to be the certain people in certain areas that kind of they're the rotten apple, so to speak. Yeah, you know, like even when Tyler Mean was down, I got talking to him because prior to meeting Tyler, I I'd, I'd only ever met, I think face to face, Tony Todd and Eugene Clark. Yes. All right, both. Super nice. Like, I mean, we we spoke with Tony Todd. We asked him to have a, like a two minute chit chat, and we spoke for like twenty five minutes because yeah. he just kept talking to us. And when I got when we finally met Tyler Main and got talking, he was the same way. Mm-hmm. I said, "It's amazing that everything everybody I've met is so grounded. They're so much people, people. You know what I mean?" And he goes, "A lot of people are like this, but you will find the ones that don't get it. That in this business, everybody else." is your business you know if you piss off the writers well suddenly you're not getting a good script you know you piss off the directors suddenly you're not getting the jobs he goes yeah and if you piss off the people nobody's watching your films yeah those people are your business so you have to you know interact as best you can with everybody and mm-hmm. i never really thought of it that way until speaking with him about that Wait, t- yeah. tyler Mayne was nice to you he was mean to me. Did you happen to see that picture of uh, Jason and Tyler Maine at the, the Masquerade Ball? No, no. Oh, yeah. I was looking at browsing through some stuff earlier. Was it on the photos? Oh, I don't know if it's up there yet. It was on our Facebook feed, but I'm going to put it up on the website. <laughs> put it this way. We got to our Masquerade Ball. It was the Friday night before the convention. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Tyler showed up. He wasn't scheduled to be there, but he got in early, so he decided to come to the you party. Need more backstory. Do I? Okay, yes. go ahead. Okay, the whole we we got to the got to the building early to set up for the convention. We got eight o'clock in the morning. Um, got done at five o'clock. As everybody's getting going to go home, get ready for the masquerade ball, have somebody eat, have a shower. Somebody comes up to Jason and says, "Hey, um, you ready for the masquerade tonight?" Jason goes, "I'm tired. I'm not going to go." We're going, why not? Oh, I'm tired. I've been up since like 4.30 in the morning. So is everybody. (laughs) So 
Jason Jason decides he's not going to come. We went fine, fine and dandy. So Tyler flies in from Manitoba or something like that. He's on a movie shoot. So he flies into Detroit. Somebody drives him from Detroit to Chatham. We we extended the invitation to come to the the masquerade ball. He goes, if I'm feeling up to it, I'll, I'll maybe I'll pop in. Well, he was mm-hmm. feeling up to it, so he shows up to the masquerade ball. Couldn't have been the nicest guy. Couldn't have been nicer. He was taking pictures with everybody. If you're you want to chit chat with him, he was he was there. He was there, and he's accessible. So I get it in my head. I go. I go to Rob. I go, we need to ask Tyler if he can take a special picture with us to send to Jason to show our displeasure for him bailing on us. So I go up to Tyler and I ask him, and I go, there's a picture of myself and Rob and Tyler, and we're all flipping Jason the bird. (laughs) I text this to Jason. Almost instantly, I get a text message back from Jason. I'm on my way. (laughs) So, while we're waiting for Jason to show up, Rob and I decided to, we're going to fuck with Jason a little bit more. So, we're waiting for Jason. I go, when he comes around the corner, he's probably going to be coming at a full sprint. We're going to say, dude, you just missed him. You're here like five minutes earlier. (laughs) So... Jason comes around and I go, we kind of got this hangdog look and we're going, dude, you missed him. He was just like, he just went up to his hotel room and he's like, Jason's like, oh man, what? Oh, he goes, well, that kind of sucks. I go, well, why don't you go tell him that? He's right inside. <laughs> so Jason goes in. <laughs> so we, yeah, we've been messing with Jason since day one. So I'm the resident punching bag. <laughs> So we, we, Jason gets in, and he goes up to Tyler, and he introduces himself. And Tyler goes, oh, you're, the J- you're Jason from the podcast? And Jason goes, yeah. And Tyler goes, oh, fuck you. That kind of thing. For- <laughs> <laughs> and that was Jason's introduction to Tyler Mate. Yeah. I've got the picture. I'm just trying to put it on the, on the website right now. Yeah. And then partway through the night jason asked tyler to get a a picture with him and he goes jason asked him can like can you do it with me you choking me and tyler goes absolutely and he tyler has his hands wrapped around jason's neck and he's got this look of such joy and relish that he's uh, trying to strangle the life out of jason his exact words to me were you better sell this <laughs> <laughs> So, oh man, it, it's 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 a great picture. <laughs> okay, when we're done the podcast, I will put it up. So give me about ten minutes when we're done, and you should be able to see it. Unfortunately, yeah. everything is on my main computer. It's not on my laptop, so I can't get into the account. <laughs> oh wow! But now I think if I'm correct, Rob, you're you just gave to my Kickstarter campaign. What? While we, were, <laughs> while we were talking, yes, I did. That's how easy it is. Absolutely, you can run a podcast and still back a project. That's right. Multitasking on right here. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yep. No, Mike's right. It's it's fun to be able to be part of it. You know, even if you can't be there physically to be part mm-hmm. of it, it's nice to get it to see it succeed. Well, I want to see good stories. And I, the people that we talk to are good storytellers. And 
he said to facilitate more good stories and less UE bull on the screens, we can. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't even mention that name, man. Did, did you see that last video that he put up? I don't watch it. I oh, don't watch his stuff, dude. You you need to search this one out because UE bull gets shot down on Kickstarter hard for his uh, his one of one of these rampage or whatever rampage three or something, and he his Kickstarter just completely is a bust. And he just goes on this 10-minute tirade of telling everybody off. And it's fantastic. I'm just like, oh, well done. You've just committed career suicide there, Yui. So it's it was amazing. Hence, not liking the people, and the people are going to revolt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, man, if you're, if you're just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, nothing's going to save you then. No. <laughs> No. I actually on Facebook I shot it to you real quick just so you can see the picture. <laughs> I see this thing. Because I'm sitting here going, how can I get it too fast? Yeah. Oh wait, I know a way. <laughs> technology. Yeah. It's amazing. Speaking of technology, we're kind of bumping up against time here. Are too. we? Yeah. Okay. Wait till he sees this. Probably picture. good. Probably do need to work on this. <laughs> Project that I've got shooting. Yeah, yeah, I hear you got something on the go. That's good. A little something called All In. It's about a poker movie, right? Yeah, poker. All poker. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. He's choking you out. Good. <laughs> <laughs> look at the size of his hands, though. Like, they large. Oh, yeah. He's a large, large gentleman. He is 6'10". Yes. <laughs> he is a big boy. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Jason, for being on here with us. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thank you. It is always a hoot. Yeah, we uh, we can't wait to hear the the first festival date. All in is uh, going to be presented at. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just noticed because we uh, signed up, we're going to get updates. Oh, we are. Yeah. Yes, nice. You get updates. Oh man, if I had chipped in I think sixty dollars, I could have gotten to talk to this guy. Really? Oh, oh wow! No, see what you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, thanks for talking with us. I'm going to make sure we keep this up. Uh, like I said, on the, the main page of our Facebook, or yep. sorry, uh, website. website. There we go. <laughs> I'll keep that block right there for you until the 19 days, I think, are left. 17. 17, 17. days are done. Perfect. We'll awesome. Keep it up there. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. And if we can do anything else, like Mike said, you let us know. I'll do it. Yep. If you need a need a street team, we'll put Jason out on the street for you. Yep. I'll wear a sandwich board. <laughs> Go see this. See this. Find Perfect. this. Find Perfect. This. <laughs> All righty. Well, I guess that's well, it for us. Yes. All right. Thank you very much, Jason. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. You bet. Have fun. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Let me just. All right. I guess that's it for us too. Jason. I guess. Right. Yeah. So uh, we've got nothing to plug. No. Um, right oh, I do have something. Uh oh, I do, I do, I do. Uh oh. Um, if you are listening to this and you like what you hear, if you think you would be able to help us keep this coming, we have started a Patreon page. Kind of like Kickstarter. Kind of like Kickstarter. Uh, it is not a subscription. <coughs> it is a fund. It's crowdsourcing to help uh, help us on a monthly basis keep this show going. 
Uh, so if you are interested in helping us, we like it, all it is, all we're asking for like a dollar a month. Yeah. Throw in a dollar a month. I know when you look at it on the website, it looks like a subscription, but like you said, you can do it for as long as you want or as much as you want. You can put a cap on, say, I'm yep. going to give them 20 bucks over 20 months. Yes. It is, it is a recurring donation to us to keep bringing this. And I guess in all honesty, if you want to do a $20 donation and then just cancel. You could do that too. You could too. do that too. Yep. So, so you go to www.patreon.com slash the movie madhouse. And if you want to help us out, uh, please just click on the donate button and we'd really appreciate that. Absolutely. See, unfortunately, despite what, what you see in some movies, no, movie Madhouse Hollywood Birth of Podcast, um, <laughs> oh, oh. the podcasts are not entirely Man. free. Dude, <laughs> we don't just famously plug on our show. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Bunch of shills. <laughs> well, you're, at least you're shilling for our stuff. Exactly. So. That's right. But, you know, there is a bit of a cost factor involved. a little bit yeah anything to train subsidy you know yeah and the whole i what we could what i've set it up there is a goal a monthly goal um if we reach that monthly goal the whole idea is to help build a better website get more storage uh so we can present more projects to everybody so we're, we're just we're just begging for a buck a month that's yeah. 25 cents a show We've got plans in the works. Yes, we do. It's just coming slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if if you like us and you want to help us out, www.patreon.com slash the movie madhouse. That that can help you. That can hook you up. All right. I'll get that up on our website, yeah. www.themoviemadhouse.com. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? You want to plug something? Uh and until Rob's finished with the color correction, no, because nope. then then I'll be hey check out the movie Madhouse Hollywood worth of a podcast. Have you but started writing your other two scripts? No. Why what not? the fuck? My mind's kind of been all over the place, so this would be the perfect way to focus. I I've been feeling it. I'm feeling it. it the pen is going to hit paper very very soon. Yeah. It's it's coming. All right. I feel the you you're, know, you're, the dam's uh, about to break and then push. Okay, I'm, I'm I'll tell you right now. Uh-huh. You're three scripts behind me now. I know. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. I know. Uh, just if, if uh-huh. yeah. Yes, three scripts written. But how many films have you finished? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm still ahead in that race, man. I'm a writer, not a director. <laughs> Need a director? I'm available. <laughs> no, you're writing. Yes. <laughs> we are looking at writing credits. How many credits did I have in, the, uh, in the first one? Bad director. You had a lot of credits. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think there was Mike as an actor, Rob as an actor, Rob as an editor. Everything else is Jason. <laughs> Just about. Even camera operator? Sometimes. I think, <laughs> at one point, I think so. Oh, wait. Yeah, we had Jesse in there for a bit of it. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Well, I have boom operator uh, credit. That yep. is true. That is true. And, yep. and camera operator. And you, camera operator. Yeah. And stunt coordinator. <laughs> did you put that in? I can't remember. Put that no, one he did. He set up everybody at your place that day. That's he did right. the first yes. shot. That's, That's right. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time to wow. renegotiate my pay, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yes. <laughs> so, patreon.com slash the movie madhouse, the movie madhouse.com. Uh, the movie madhouse at gmail.com if you want to shoot us some feedback. Um, Stitcher, 
iTunes. Jaselmod Podcast Jason Network. Jaselmod Podcast Network. Um, and remember about our good friend Jason Mack with his Kickstarter All In. Give him the uh, the whole Kickstarter.com. Yeah. Project slash 6-3. Are you serious? Okay. Just go to <laughs> Kickstarter and type in All In. Oh, all In. A short film about going all or nothing in love. Right. Or go to the homepage of our website and there's a little button there that says All In. Just click it. All right. Beautiful. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so for another week of the Movie Madhouse, this has been Mike. Jason. And Rob. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Oh, man.